It's like, do you know how many ships they use to make that movie? Like, I don't, don't care. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who the fuck cares about that? Like, <laughs> like you shut up, fucking nerd. Punch. <laughs> yeah, like, What is 10 Cloverfield Lane about? It is the sequel to the original uh, Cloverfield movie. Um, and it's a, basically about like a post-apocalyptic world where they live in a bunker. It's a girl, a guy, and John Goodman. Okay, so I didn't know it was... A, I, I knew that there was a movie called Cloverfield, yeah. and I thought that it was like... Um, I thought that it was just one of those things where the names sound similar because Cloverfield, in my mind, I thought it was about some sort of apocalypse. Yeah, thing. like monsters. Yeah, yeah. It, so it's a, the handheld shaky cam movie. Right. So I thought it was one of those movies. So uh, I was on Hulu. How about that? <laughs> and uh, one, and I was browsing the movies, and it said like Ten Cloverfield Lane. And I was like, you know what? I remember that coming out recently. I'm gonna check that out. I think it's kind of a thriller. I'm not a big thriller guy, but you know what? I'm in a thriller kind of mood <laughs> let's thrill myself and i did what i do on netflix which is you click on it and then it says here's a little synopsis you want to also check out the preview and i say yeah give me the preview and then you dive in yeah. hulu doesn't give you shit you okay. click on it and it said it Going has like blind. one small little tagline and it's like away we go <laughs> it's like when you're on a f- when you're like in line for a ride when you're a kid, and you're like, I know that I'm just gonna be in line, and then like bitch out when I get to the front. I was a, I did that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I, I think I did that like once. I did on like a twice. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you know, and you're at least for those you gather tw- up the courage to get in line. Yeah, and at least that's good enough for you. And at least for those 25 minutes, you're like one you're of the guys. Ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're gonna go on this ride. Um, so I kind, but it's like when when you're like, you know what. I've waited in line. I've got to get on this fucking thing. It's going to suck, but here we go. That's what I did with this movie. Did I was you watch like, it? I started to watch it, and then I came over here to do this podcast. Okay. And uh, the, girl from, um, the girl from Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe World, world. whatever, yeah. uh, is in it. Okay. She was driving. Her, she had just left her husband. Her husband's calling her on the phone. She's not taking those calls. Then she gets in a car accident and wakes up, and John Goodman's got her in a room. Yep. That's, so that's all as I know. far you got? Yeah. Okay. That's basically like the trailer. <laughs> I, I, okay, because I need to piece together. I didn't think this was a sequel. I thought that this was just like a well, separate Well, it's thing. not really like a sequel. It's but in it's, the Cloverfield universe. Okay. Did, uh, it sounds like you've seen these movies. Or you've I seen saw the this, first one. I saw, no, I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. I didn't see the first one. So you you've seen to. the one that I'm talking yes. to you about. You want me to uh, give you my real quick review? Please. Not as good as everybody says it is. Did people say it's good? Oh, when it came out, people, it got like a 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's and a fucking movie that's on Hulu. Themselves over it. Right, exactly. Talladega Nights is on Hulu. Okay. That's an example you hate of a bad movie. movie. Yeah. That movie fucking sucks. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't really like it in Cloverfield Lane, but you can watch it and tell me how you feel. Okay. I'm. Uh, you know what the last movie I did that with was? Uh, Why do you have Hulu, by the way? Um, because Jeff insisted that uh, fucking Happy Endings was a great show, and we'd booked Adam Pally for the show, so it only seemed right that one of us could say like i'm familiar with your work (laughs) (laughs) like we've seen joshy and we're like yep like him let's get him on um and i knew that that was the show that everyone associates him with uh 
And everyone, I've got like a... Now everybody associates him with being a drug addict. Yes, he's a real drug addict. Can't lay off that marijuana. He's a terrible marijuana user and yep. a tiny bit of cocaine. He's hitting the marijuana hard. <laughs> um, yeah, like a few people have said that Happy Endings is awesome. So I watched it and I not only do I have Hulu, I upgraded to Jesus. the commercial free thing. You know what I did recently? I upgraded to uh, four screens on Netflix. Four screens. What's so, that? like, uh, now, y- when you sign up for Netflix, you mm-hmm. can share with three people. So you can watch on three screens, or two screens. You can watch two screens at once. Like, you can be watching, and somebody else can be watching at the same time. But if a third person comes in, it's like, fuck you. You can't, you can't come in here. Did they grandfather the old rule? What's that? Um, grandfathering is when people who had a deal under pre-existing conditions get to keep using... It that way, but new no, people. It's so, who do no, it have so it's, to... it's all when you sign up. It's two screens. Okay, but if you had it the old way, then you there can still no party because I have. I a hundred <laughs> people have my Netflix information. Yeah, but are you using it all at the same time? I would think so. If it's a hundred people, everyone's using <laughs> it at the same time, which is like. Well, nine p.m. to four a.m. But like, it's supposed to be two people at the same time. Uh, can use it, and I upgraded to four people at the same time. It's ridiculous how much I used to give out my Netflix yeah, information. I change my password I, every uh, now and then just to like make sure who's uh, who I'm still friends with. Yes, my Netflix password. I did that with uh, HBO Go. Someone oh, yeah? asked. Uh, someone was like, "Hey, I want to watch Game of Thrones. Can I have your HBO Go information?" So. I changed my password to something about how that person's a fucking loser for watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I was like, that's really funny. But then I was like, oh, what about these 16 other people who have my HBO Go thing? Also, I've definitely been that person who's had someone's login information for things like Hulu. Not Never Netflix, because I always had Netflix. But like HBO Go, certainly. Now, and I'm a fucking poor guy. Like, how does everyone just not have their own login? Yeah, just, I mean, like that's that's what I'm saying, especially with Netflix. It's like not having a cell phone. I guess, like, if you, <laughs> I guess, if you got in early enough, where, like, I think my friends have, have just mooshed off my Netflix for forever because I've had Netflix forever. Isn't that wild though? Like, but why would they need to get their own if they can just use mine all the time? That person and I just upgraded to four screens so to like accommodate them. Huh. I uh, I heard recently of somebody who someone had stolen their credit card information and gotten Netflix for themselves. So that person, all he would see on his credit card bill was Netflix, and he thought, whatever, that's my Netflix. And this person stole like $10 from him a month. And someone was telling me about this, and they were like, can you believe that? This like this person was just being bled $10 a month, and they never noticed. It's like, yes, <laughs> I can... How often do you check your check your bank statements? I know. I was like, I have no Never. money. You could steal nine hundred dollars a month from me, I and I would for ten years, and I wouldn't notice. It would be like you are seventy thousand dollars in debt. I would and I'd be, be like, oh, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be stressing myself out, being like, what am I doing differently? Right. Like, why do I have suddenly less money? You'd be like cutting down the Dunkin' Donuts trips. <laughs> uh, like cancel my gym membership. Yeah. And be like, man. I'm just, money doesn't go as far as it used to anymore. You know what stinks about being poor, too, is when you try to, now there's fewer things to cut out because everything's kind of been consolidated. I used to, um, like, when I, when I got my first apartment uh, out of college, I was like, that's it. 
no more iTunes. Can't spend any money on iTunes. And then suddenly I was like netting more money <laughs> from like paying rent but not being on iTunes. Now, no one's fucking spending money on iTunes. Nope. You do an Apple Music. So right. I don't have that big cost to cut out. Yeah, remember when you had to buy like separate albums? Yeah, I would do it all the time. I spent a lot of money on iTunes. Wow. Yeah. That I was would... like the dumbest thing that they ever did was do Apple Music. I know. I still don't get it. They, the artists certainly aren't making money. Apple's not making that much. Oh, they are, but like ten dollars a month, you could be making ten dollars a record. I guess they're yeah. I guess they're just choosing uh, whether they want the lump sum or to, they want to kind of roll the dice right. with the the heavy spenders. Um, now, actually, it's not a bad idea because nowadays everyone's getting into like vinyl and shit. Cassettes are big again. That's fucking crazy. Um, that maybe those maybe the big album people aren't even. Um, interested in uh using uh downloads and shit uh i'm distracted by uh anthony jesselnik uh sent out a tweet today for the first time in forever i think it was like four days was right? it yeah well, that's forever for me. i i haven't he hasn't sent a a really really terrible yeah he hasn't sent a like a, a real banger yeah uh this was uh the daily mail had a story husband quote killed his mother of three realtor wife 39 on cruise because she quote would not stop laughing at him Jesselnik comes in with the, this guy sounds hilarious. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Uh, speaking of hilarious, uh, our little show, not necessarily our show, because I don't think they're going to put brunch in the name until we just force ourselves into it a million times, uh, is going to be on CSN. They're going to start putting us on TV. I shouldn't say start putting us on TV. They're going to put us on TV Friday to Today. do our thing uh, and see what happens. Yep. And we, them boys are going to be on TV tonight. Yes, we are going to be, I was going to say, dressed to impress, but I don't think we've necessarily figured out how we're going to dress yet. But uh, we've created a little kind of setup that's going to, I was going to say, look reminiscent to the setup that we have, but the only thing that you see of us when we put out stuff is just cameras faces. just <laughs> facing us. But we have a setup that uh, today... Myself and a coworker, we were moving stuff around and seeing what could fit where to uh, make sort of a brunch-looking setup. So that's going to be on TV. It's going to be during uh, Boston Sports Tonight, which is a show that uh, I sometimes do. And when Pete uh, quit his job, uh, <laughs> my boss was basically like, I've listened to the podcast, and we've wanted to try to get you guys to do some sort of thing. Can you do that now? And my answer was kind of like, he, I think he could have all along. Yeah. Like, you, you guys could have asked at any time. We were kind of waiting. But uh, So it's going to be exciting. And um, the cool thing is, we don't really know how it's going to go, but we know what we're going to do. Yeah, And that's exactly this. Yep. <laughs> It's and if that's, it, the, that's the wildest thing in the world. Like, yeah, we've wanted to bring this the show to TV. We want not like not necessarily the show, but we've wanted to bring content to TV. Yeah, and we figured that we would need to like come up with a plan to get it on TV. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, just, they were just like, "Hey, do what you do on the podcast." Exactly. And what's cool is uh, when they said they wanted to do stuff with us, I was like, "Shit, we got to think of set kind of." Uh, segments and games you could play and we came up with a few of them some of which i think are really funny and i'd like us to do down the road at some point but 
um, they were like, no, like, don't overthink it. Just like do the just do brunch. Just do, yeah, just do that the thing that you do. Go in there and talk about what you would talk about. Uh, basically, it's going to be at least tomorrow night. It's going to be like a condensed episode of brunch. So we come in with usually three to four to five topics, and then we have little built-in things that we do, like reviews, and it's Monday and people are pissed, and the playlist. This is basically just going to be like an episode of Brunch without those things, and the topics are going to be a little more condensed. condensed. But what's cool, what will be cool about it, is, uh, relative to a lot of other TV, is I think, until they tell us differently... The time is ours, so when we want to go off on our fucking side tangents and we start a topic about um, what you should wear to breakfast, and then within three seconds, we're screaming about... John's uh, dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that is... I think that's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, and I told them, because they, they're going to have graphics and stuff and banners for what we're talking about, uh, I've given them the heads up. You might just want to have some generic ones that just say DJ Bean, Pete Blackburn, because you might have to be showing that a lot because we might be veering off. So uh, we've got some things that we want to talk about. Uh, I think we're going to be hitting on at least one movie tomorrow, and we, I, I, we're both super excited. It's been a couple weeks we've been uh, kind of batting this around. So here's a funny thing. It's going to be on Boston Sports tonight, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be about Boston. It's not going to be about sports, and we're not filming it. Tonight, That's we're true. filming it earlier in the day. So yes, this is this completely does not fit into Boston sports tonight. Yes, I uh, I told them because I think that we wanted the first one to be pre-recorded, right? And uh, they were like, "No, you can do it live if you want because it's just easier. You just go in, and whether it's good or bad, that shit's done. <laughs> and if there's ever any late breaking news or whatever, you hit on what's going right. on. There's just so many benefits." Uh, to doing it live, but we've never done anything like this before, um, and you liked my phrasing on this. I told them you haven't done a ton of TV. Which is correct. True. Because I have done zero TV. <laughs> yes. So that is, I guess, technically, not a ton of TV. Yeah. Zero is not a ton. We had a cute moment upstairs with your mom because she was saying, are you guys nervous? And we were both like, no, because it's with each other. Yeah. If we had to... D- if <laughs> And then she was like, when are you guys getting mad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's kind of why I think it's super cool of how they're doing this. It wasn't like, hey, we'd like to uh, like get Pete in your shtick here. Um, we're going to have you sit down with like a host or something and bounce stuff around with them. That seems like the way that That's the somebody... way every place would do it. Right, exactly. They'd be, they would stick either of us on the side of one person like a right. host yeah who would keep the order yes and then they were just like do your thing guys right and we'd be like but but do it who this are way you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um which and then the person in the middle would be like this is ridiculous yeah, I yeah need to ex- steer this back on topic exactly and uh we'd be like no it, yeah and i'm just so excited because it's it's worse than everything in a lot of ways like we know what the we know what's ridiculous about this and we we stare into the skid but it's gonna be awesome because so much of sports is smart informed people coming f- at things 
from different angles and having their own opinions and disagreeing and having really like honest debate. Sometimes it's forced debate and you can tell with like first take and stuff. Uh, quick little confession. I don't think I've ever said this. I watch first take all the time. I'm okay. just like transfixed by Stephen A. Smith. Um, <laughs> but as this long as is it's going. not uh, the other one. Max Kellerman? No. The uh, the one on the the network that oh, must not be named. Don't even know what it's called. What's it called? Every ta- all, all takes matter. They no, that's it. what Deadspin calls. I know. It. Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it's called because um, I don't use the real name. It's fucking. So I just I'm I'm eager for people who uh, don't know what brunch is to be watching a sports <laughs> show with good honest debate, especially on a Friday night. Like yeah. it's gonna be all old people. Yes, and Ooh. then it's gonna cut to two bozos. <laughs> Talking about Charlie XEX no, I mean, and agreeing on everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the. I think that's that's going to be <laughs> the biggest departure. I think is that everything that we do, we're more or less like selling a joint take to people. Yeah. It's not. It's not like here's what I think. Now let's like let's an, bat this around we, for a little bit. We have <laughs> an like, agenda. Yeah, it's like we've decided that polos suck. <laughs> Get rid of them. Pete, why do polos suck? Because of this. I agree. Here's also why polos suck. So I'm excited we're for that. We're both yes men. Yes, we're yes, <laughs> but only to each other. Because right. if you drop us in with anything else, then I I mean, sometimes this this makes me sound bad at my job, but sometimes I'll be in the middle of like a like a baseball block or something like that. And I'm like, I don't have a ridiculous thing to say about this, and that makes me kind of mad. <laughs> I just think it's funny that that somebody would listen to this podcast and someone in power and was like, let's put that on TV yeah, daddy. and yeah. don't change a thing. Yeah. Like, that's wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even do that. That's, but that's why, I mean, think of shows. God bless the good. guy. Like, God bless the guy for putting us on TV. Yeah. Uh, and giving us the opportunity. Like, yeah. even if it bombs, God bless him. So that's the thing. Like, if it's terrible, this guy's got nothing to lose. If it's terrible, <laughs> then it's um, then it's gonna be like freaks and geeks or something, or people be like, "Hey, do you remember the the televised the brunch episodes. thing?" Yeah, it'll be like the little kind of lost episodes of brunch, and that'll be great because no matter how no matter how bad it is, it will become so special. Like <laughs> even if we make no jokes or if we land no jokes, just. We Those can joke about that for the down. rest of the days on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> There's no way we're not going to get content or gifts or some shit out of it. So uh, I'm I'm excited as uh, as shit. Um, uh, just for the record, to anybody listening, DJ didn't want to tell you. Yes, I didn't. I wanted to do like a I what I say three minutes. Yeah, you wanted to give people three minutes notice, which is that's three minutes notice on Twitter. So basically. Zero minutes notice. You give like giving somebody three minutes to see something on Twitter is that's wild. <laughs> there are certain Bruntouchables who like really have our back. Who I know that if they were in a bar, if they were out, if they were with friends, if they were on a date, whatever, and we tweeted like we're television TV three minutes. Here's the channel. I think that they could get. They would s- ask the bartender to change the channel. Yeah, they could do something. They they would find their way there. It would be like a fun little challenge. I wanted to, as a man of the people, yeah. I wanted to make sure that everybody had a chance to to know, especially with it being a Friday night. Like, yeah, you were saying your you're, you're like, we're giving them no chance if yes. we do that. And I was like, that's why I love it. It's great. <laughs> they, they give us so much. They give us our time and their, their time and their money, and they're just going to miss it. 
you've listened to us speak to you for days, actually like weeks at this point. It's we're we're very, past 100 episodes, yeah, so troubles me. That's like a, a, <laughs> at least a week's worth of time listening to us. So I wanted to give you the opportunity opportunity to see us on TV for the yeah, very first time. Yeah, in hindsight, I think that that was the uh, that, that was the fair move. So yeah, check that out. We'll tell you when it's going to be on. But anyway, it's on nine. The show is on nine to midnight anyway, and you should watch it because uh, that that show legitimately rules, and it uh, everybody loves it. And uh, I'm so distracted because a picture. Did you see Aaron Carter's mugshot? This was from a while ago. Yeah, I did. That was a, that's like a haunting picture. It's haunting. It's haunting. Haunting. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I was starting to say terrible. Well, then, you know why? Well, apparently, why is he has an e- eating disorder? Is that what he said it was? Yeah. I knew that he said that it was that he it was all medicinal. He said that he had like an an uh there's something wrong with his body that like he can't hold there's food down. There's too much drugs in it. No, he said he's not a drug addict. That's what he says. That's... And that there's something he's got some sort of uh medical issue that makes him not keep food down. Mhm. That's And he says it's ruining his life. It's like when racists get mad Say, when you I call them racist. Friends. It's, black friends. Yes, that's. Mm, <laughs> I can't prob- keep food down. You're probably racist. Uh, speaking of racists, uh, we were going to get to this later, but I'll just do it now so we can get it out of the way. Uh, I can't fucking take it with. I, I don't even have left anything fucking left to say about it because it's so fucking stupid. I cannot take people being alive and thinking that Adele is a better singer than Beyonce. It's, you have. Firmly dug your heels in on this topic. You went on. You went but on how, a, like a four-day Twitter tangent. Yeah, because every now, because like every six hours, one more fucking cockroach would be like, "Uh, Beyonce isn't a real artist." It's you like, you dug in so deep on this topic that you legitimately were were brainstorming like a website. Yeah. to rank singers that would have taken you. Years, I've years I, to finish. I you like. I think I'm going to do it, man. I've <laughs> since been told from somebody high ranking at a very popular music website that if I ever did that, they would be very interested in it. True story. Well, I bet. But like, I would need a fucking team, though. You would need a literal team, and you would need like a bunch of resources, yeah. and this would be like a research project. Yes. Uh, so basically, just idiots. I think that I had the best analogy. Adele is very good, very nice singer. That's fine. Beyonce is, like, as a vocalist, more or less perfect. They are not at all in the same league. Just from range, from performance, from versatility, from intonation to everything. There is just, they're real, there's no comparing those two. I said it's like comparing the professor to LeBron. Okay. And the like, the professor was awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking street ball player. Yeah, yeah. Just so right. Not an not an NBA I talent. Mean, well, I mean, like Adele's an NBA talent. If we're going by that analogy, it's like so. It's like comparing maybe like Isaiah Thomas to LeBron, but a, but like Isaiah Thomas could arguably be one of like the top fifteen players. Adele's not one of the top fifteen singers. Get the fuck out of here. So. That was my little meltdown thing. Uh, here's the reason why I might not want to do that thing. That uh, So I was saying there should be what's called a chops index, which has a singer's range. Um, it's basically like a, a, a full scouting report yes, of every exactly. singer and ranks them. Right. 
and well, not like well, ranks them the way it would like on a big board or a draft, or right? Whatever. Like exactly. you'd say, uh, like how ESPN, some people might be good at some things, yes. But like here's the top overall, yes. Here's like what this person's good at. It's it's literally like a big board. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And um, I I have the formula in mind, and I I think I know how I could do it. Uh, but as you said, it would take fucking forever. Like I could tell you off the top of my head how all these singers are as just like are they well rounded? Do they have a good head voice versus chest voice? Whatever, like boring shit like that. But finding out their range means you have to listen to every fucking thing they've ever sung to find the lowest note and the highest note. And I'd also want to kind of clarify. Like, how often do they actually sing that high? How often do they right. sing that low? Like, like basically, do they have a sweet spot and or do they not do much? Uh, but the reason I don't want to do that now, other than that it would take my whole fucking life, is I would have to, like, because it, it would just be a straightforward, honest thing. It wouldn't be like, I love this singer. I have to give some people I don't like not bad grades. Good grades. Yeah. Like, like bad I would singers. have to, I would have to say like, like hey Taylor Lauren Swift. Mayberry, like you get fucked up by Beyonce. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I like love Taylor Lauren Swift, Mayberry. like not a fantastic yeah, right. singer. Yeah, exactly. Taylor Swift would be probably pretty low. Yeah. And it's like I love Taylor Swift. Why would I want to do such a mean thing? Hmm. It's like ring girls' looks. Don't do it <laughs> unless you're with the guys. Yeah. In which case, it's totally okay. <laughs> it's just guys. Unless do it in a rare amount of voice. Yes, exactly. You'd be like. Oh, Robert, why are you saying that Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in Cloverfield Lane? What's it called? Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, just Had do to that. Had that in there. It's fine. Um, oh, man, you have to do the uh, the Ray Romano voice on so, CSN tomorrow. That would be... We should really... So, that's, so one issue is six minutes of brunch... You can get zero laughs. You can get zero <laughs> yeah. crazy things in six minutes of brunch. It's really just those kind of like four or five highs that we have and being kind of liberal with four or five. So I was saying like, should we pick topics that are most susceptible to an argument about guys' looks or a Ray Romano voice, for example? And it's like, no, nah, let's just fucking take our chances. <laughs> If there's nothing fun again, if there's nothing funny, then that will be the funny thing. Yeah. Because we're gonna sell it and we're gonna believe in what we're doing no matter oh, yeah. what. So if it's bad, then the joke will be, look how psyched these guys were to be doing pretty shoddy work. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of pretty shoddy, uh did we both watch uh Dunkirk. What'd you think of it? Uh so I saw your take on it before I saw the movie. Um but I did agree that a little bit overhyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was very good, but I don't think that it was great. I don't think it was like Oscar worthy. Right. I mean, it's going to win an Oscar for something, whether it's like sound mixing, like best original score. Well, the thing everyone's fucking creaming themselves over is that it's like, do you know how many ships they use to make that movie? It's like, I, don't I don't give care. a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who the fuck cares about that? Like, <laughs> like you shut up, fucking nerd. <laughs> Yeah, like, when the credits roll, it's like, you know when they, like, wrap up the story with the credits, like, and then they got married, and they had three kids, and only one of the kids died, and you're like, yeah, it's like, and they used 40 ships to make this movie, like, sweet, 
super. You yeah. Why? You could have made them in CGI. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, I didn't notice that, so it's not. <laughs> it wasn't worth making it with so many ships. Right. That's uh, the thing that everyone's talking about. They use a lot really? of ships. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Uh, yeah, so I thought that it was very good, but not, like, amazing. Um, yeah. If I can say one thing about the movie, it's that, like, it, gr- it like grabs you and throws you into the movie. Yeah. I'll say that. Like, oh, you definitely. were fully engrossed in the movie dur- the entire time. Uh, were you confused as to whether the they were the Timeline? same people? What? The same people? Oh, yeah. That I for a sure. F- a few the, times. The, the, the first, what are the two days, by the way? I only... I. It says in the beginning, like, day whatever. And then... The other time it says day one. So the I missed the first one. One was one week. Oh okay. one was one day and okay. one was one hour. Which one was one hour? The plane. The plane. The dog fights in the air. The Tom Oh party. yeah. So that all happened in the course of one hour. Oh, okay. And the entire uh boat storyline uh happened in the course of one day. That makes sense. And the beach storyline happened in the course of one week. Oh. So that kid that went on the boat had a shitty time. Yep. Just got sure on that boat time. real quick, got blinded and killed. Yep. It's uh, a f- fucking piss poor and got, day. got, like, turned into a hero. He didn't do anything. Yeah. That was so... That's that's so stupid. So this kid goes on this fucking boat. He's not supposed to go there. And then... Uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his name? I don't know. The guy from... Cillian uh, Murphy. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Cillian Murphy, who uh, looks like... Um, Kid used to play for the Bruins, Seth. Uh, Seth Griffith. Seth, Seth Griffith, um, who I I told him that a while ago. I was like, "Hey, you look like Cillian Murphy," and he was like, Don't know "No one is. knows who that is." <laughs> right? He's just like one of those that I, guy. Yeah, I did with the thing to like everybody in the room. I was like, "Cillian Murphy," you know, Cillian <laughs> Murphy, and everyone's like, "Nope." <laughs> Batman Begins isn't even out yet. Just <laughs> stop. Um, but uh, yeah, Cillian Murphy, because Christopher Nolan just. He's got a Loves him. only got a few numbers in his phone. Hard on for that guy. Uses the same people in every movie. Well, I mean, everybody does that. Like, yeah. Uh, you know who does it the most? What? You know who does it the most? Christopher Nolan. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler for sure. He uses those fucking five idiots yep. in everything <laughs> every he does. single movie. Uh, uh, but like Scorsese uses Leo. Yeah. Um, I'd so. use. Well, that's because Scorsese can use Leo. Right. <laughs> if you can use Leo, you're using him in every movie. Yeah. Um, speaking of which. Uh, When's Devil in the White City coming out? I don't know what the fuck that is. It's the... I, oh, I shit. I meant to give you that book because you like uh, books about murderers and shit. I do indeed. Yeah. Oh, who is he playing? H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. Okay, yeah. You did tell me this. Yeah. Um, what a weird name, H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. Weirder guy. Killed people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, shit. Yeah. Um, it was okay for me. My issue was, and I was angry because... Uh, I texted you this, thought I was hot shit, and you said Deadspin wrote something about it. Ah, yeah. It's not f- it's not cool anymore if you have the same take as Deadspin. Yeah, Deadspin's uh Deadspin got shitty real mm-hmm. quick. Um uh so Deadspin basically their take was Christopher Nolan needs to stop hiding Tom Hardy's beautiful yes, lips. Yes. I and that was the that was all I was thinking the entire movie. I was like, this is Mercedes hiring John Hamm to do fucking voiceovers. I mean, like, I, so I don't think that, that Tom Hardy is like the most perfect looking male. I think he's really good looking. He's, he's okay. He's got a very good body, and I think that his face has been through shit. And that's right. So he appeals to the bad, the bad boy crowd. Yes. Uh, for sure. Um, yeah, like, so his face is covered up the entire movie, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, but 
my take was, why'd you cast Tom Hardy? Because you didn't need to. Could have saved a lot of money. Yeah. You couldn't. You know who you could have cast? The uh, the fake ass Tom Hardy. The kid Hardy. from Twenty Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that they used in the fucking Spider Man. Yeah, that's the fake ass Tom Hardy from Spider Man. We should have that guy on and be like, hey, we want to have you on to talk about how you a fake Tom Hardy like the Allstate Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I bet he would do it. Probably. Yeah, so, but like I mean, like Tom Hardy was was fine in the movie. Uh, you know, he his persona I think fit his character, where it was like very, uh, the quiet guy who just like does his job. And yeah. So that was that was. Were fine. you concerned about his uh, his plane running out of fuel? Not really. No, because they're shooting at each other in planes all the time. Yeah. So the worst. Case scenario is the thing that happens to your plane anyway happens. Right, yeah, <laughs> and you and you just falls. get to, and you just get to control it. Yes, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but I, the uh, never mind. Um, but I will say the I liked the fact that they like really didn't go into like a storyline, like a classic traditional storyline. Yeah, like the, there weren't relationships that were there was there was like no that. character development. Yeah, there was and like. At first, that kind of bothered me. I was like, I don't really care about any of these characters because right. I don't know anything about them. But so the entire th- like, you don't know any any anything about any of the characters in the movie, right. really. But when you think about it, they're all transgender. <laughs> that's not true because they're in, they're in the military. That's the joke, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but when you think about it, you put yourself like I said, the movie was engrossing. You put yourself in uh, the shoes of like one of the characters in the movie. None of them knew anything about anybody. Right. They didn't know shit. They're all calling each other uh, spies and shit. Yeah, like they, they're just trying to get to the conclusion, just like the viewer in this movie. Like, you don't know anything about the person next to you. You're just trying to get to the end, and you're trying to survive. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool how he did that. Yeah. And uh, so, like, and I think it was cool of me to recognize that something that I thought was a flaw... And turn it into like, hey, this adds to the movie because that's really fucking annoying when people don't do like when people don't kind of finish that thought. People do it a lot of the times, like friends from college. Right, These people are shitty. Yes, yes it adds to the that's story. what they. Yes, <laughs> um, I get mad when people do that in music reviews a lot, where it's like the sound isn't like very polished it sounds raw like something that it sounds like it was recorded in the 60s it's like because they're going for a 60s sound you (laughs) fucking idiot you are so close to understanding it um so yes very good on you there i like uh not necessarily that harry styles was good i just like being able to see a movie and afterwards say harry styles was good yeah he wasn't like i saw a bunch of people say like oh he was fantastic in that movie Uh, nobody was fantastic (laughs) in it yeah everyone just kind of was yeah he was there he was just there and he didn't fuck up yeah good for him yeah i uh i tweeted after that i thought he was just wonderful in it got those likes got those retweets (laughs) of course you did (laughs) gotta do that uh he's a handsome motherfucker i know i was i was seriously thinking i was like i've been on the harry styles as a handsome motherfucker train for a long time and Initially, there was a lot of resistance because of his haircut. Mm. The haircut and, and because make the man. he's got such strong features that I he's got see. feminine features, right? Yeah, but again, that's good. He was not feminine in this movie at all. Like, nah, he, he was, was a handsome motherfucker. Yeah, um, yeah, his hair was really good. He's got. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's got a crazy widow's peak, right? Does he have something Maybe. wacky going on? Uh, let me see. Strong ass Adam's apple. Yeah, strong jawline. Um, 
Yeah, he's got a. It's not a crazy widow's. But he had a sh- he had short hair in this movie. Yes, I think the short hair uh, look suits him. Yeah, yeah, he's got a he's he's got a heck of a face. Indeed. Good. Uh, did you have trouble with the British accents in this movie? Uh, occasionally, yes. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the last line in the movie uh, when Harry Styles says something, I was like, I didn't gotten zero words out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, when they're walking through the thing, there, at some point where Harry Styles says, like, I think it was Harry Styles' like last line, and I was mm. like, I don't didn't get anything. Out oh, of I think he says because uh, the guy says good job or something, and he's like. Uh, all we did was survive. Yeah, no, I got that. Oh, okay. It was a line before or after that. I don't remember, mm. but it was one of those lines. I struggled with the British accents. Mm. Uh, I will say the the captain or whatever it was who like was on the pier the entire time. Yeah. He had a he had a fantastic uh role where he just looks at the sky yes. and looks concerned. Yes. That was the, all he did. <laughs> My kind of acting. Uh from Googling Harry Styles, uh the first story is Will Harry Styles make another movie after Dunkirk? His surprising and silly answer. What do you think it is? Um, if they let me. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, what kind of fun little voice did he maybe put on? What, what could be so silly? I guess we'll never know. Um, <laughs> do uh, We haven't done songs in forever. We have not. Let's do reviews first, and then we'll do songs. Okay. So, uh, reviews. Hi, by iMonicaEU. I started listening because I love Pete's Twitter so much and found myself constantly talking about his tweets slash articles. R.I.P. It's a great (laughs) listen, and both DJ and Pete have voices that can be described as a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Makes my weekend drive from Hartford to Boston seem so much shorter. Keep it up, please, guys. Nice. Cool weekend drives there. Love these dudes by... It's, it's Lily. It's Lily. Okay. Me and my friend really got into Pete's tweets during the playoffs because he would bless us with gifts and funny content. This is how everybody gets into Pete. Uh, when we found out, when we found this podcast, we realized that we really love everything about him. Finding DJ and brunch really was a bonus. This makes me sound so fucking old. And everything about brunch is really amazing. We absolutely love that you get serious about certain topics and don't ignore real and serious things happening in the world. We love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. P.S. Pete, thanks for saying any character is better than Ross. Ugh. Boom, faced. I don't like any of that. Good week Good week for uh, reviews for me. For you, yeah. yeah it just makes me sound fucking old. Like, <laughs> like uh, I used to be in the game, guys. This is like, actually, this is like two weeks going strong where it's like, hey, good job, Pete. Yeah. And that other guy. Thanks, Pete. I No, I'll I'll take it. Any, anything for us is Now we're going on a TV, good. though, and yes. you're the TV vet. And I no now you're like trying to make me feel better. No, but you're the TV vet. I have a very I, strong background in hockey reporting. I've, I've broken a good number of stories. Uh, I have very good relationships. Uh, thank you. That is my resume. <laughs> I do feel like if anybody starts, if anybody comes across me now, they're like, eh, I don't really know what that guy does. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. Whatever. Um, so thank you for those reviews. Uh, we have some new, we have some music. Uh, two of my additions are songs that are like a month old, which is a weird time to add pretty new songs. But one of them I didn't listen to until this week, and it's fucking amazing. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, The Way You Used to Do. Uh, their forthcoming album, which comes out in late August, was produced by Mark Ronson. Ooh. And... Queens of Stone Age is a really awesome band. 
And Mark Ronson, when he really, when he, he's got his highest ceiling as any producer. Like, he's done a lot of stuff that I'm like, eh, whatever. But when he really fucking turns it on, it's, the shit that he does is really cool. And apparently he's a big Queens of the Stone Age guy. I, uh, I went down a rabbit hole today of finding him just covering different Queens of the Stone Age stuff. So it seems like he's really, really into it. So I think that it's, I think everybody assumes that this is going to be a really, really uh, good album. So uh, this song is fucking awesome. It's just like dancey as fuck. I was texting with you and Jeff today about it and saying like it just, it seems like it should be in a discotheque. It's a really fun song, yeah. I've like, I, I don't know what a discotheque is, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I hear this song and I think, get me to the discotheque. Um, the other relatively new song that's a month old uh Tower of the Creator's album is awesome. I recommend everybody listen to that a lot. Uh, I'm going to put the lead single off it on there. It's called Who Dat Boy. It's really, really great. Uh, only one drawback. People need to stop doing fresh to death like bars forever. Yeah? Uh, yeah. People say, like, he, I think in this song he says, uh, fresh to death like I got dressed in a coffin. Like, those things There's are so, so many things that you can exa- say. It's, it sounds like. Something that B.O.B. has probably said a hundred times, you know? So maybe don't do those so much. Uh, I pointed that out to my friend, and he said, you're an asshole because the next line is, uh, like, like drop bombs like uh, the Boston Marathon or something. He was like, it's you very weird. That, like, that, I, was like, I, didn't, I was like, I didn't even hear that part. I was just so upset with the, the fresh to death part. Uh, and the third one, I don't think that we've ever put any cerebrales on here, have we? I don't think so, which is wild. Yes. So uh, I'm putting Say You're Sorry off of Cerebrales' second album. Uh, it's a fucking great, boppy, fun song. Uh, watch out for those harmonies in the second verse. They'll get you. What's, what's the song from Waitress, like the big hit song? She Used to Be Mine. Yes, yeah, that that that's a goodie. That is a kill. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not a great playlist song because it's know. so sad. Yeah. But oh, that song is... My friend was a... You uh, get some free time. Check out She Used to yeah. Be Mine by Sarah Burrells because that song is amazing. Yeah. My uh, friend was in grad school at Yale, and I had tickets to Houndmouth one night, and I didn't go to Houndmouth because I went to Yale to yeah, see... Yeah, I remember this. Was this during the life of the podcast? Yep. Okay, yeah. So I went to Yale to see Sarah Bareilles do a master class. And we were like in the front row of this class. And it was when she was working on Waitress. And they asked her to play two songs. And she played Gravity. And then she was like... Uh, it was known that she was doing... That she was writing music for Waitress. And I don't know if everything was done yet, but the play was still way far away from yeah. uh, coming out. And she played uh, She Used to Be Mine. And we were like, that song fucking rules. Yep. So Love that song. Yeah, that's just a good classic ballad. So, uh, yeah. I don't have any new songs uh, on my end either, but I do have uh, some songs that I want to add. Nice. Uh, I got into Sam Hunt recently. Why? Uh, because I went to Ocean City with uh, some friends who not exactly music connoisseurs. Like, they're mm. the people that play bad country, pop yeah. country. You got and into so, Sam Hunt. So. Right. <laughs> so, so that's what's so conflicting to me is that I've been so anti-pop country forever. Like, yeah. I hate Luke Bryan. Yeah. Hate Florida Georgia Line. Oh, yeah. But, like, Sam Hunt makes some bangers, I will say. Like, makes some real 
toe tappers. Really? So I'm adding Body Like a Back Road because okay. I like that song I a am. lot. Body Like a Back Road. If that isn't a fucking pop country <laughs> right, song, I know. Name. I know. Body it's, Like a Back Road. I, it makes in me so mad that I'm adding it. For the troops. <laughs> right? uh, I hate myself for adding it, but uh, I, that's a good song. Uh, and then I'm adding Band of Horses, nice. uh, Laredo. Have you heard okay. this song? Uh, maybe. That's a really good... Uh, I guess, I mean, like, I, I don't know whether it's because I listened to it for the first time in the summer, but, like, I associate that song with summer, and it's a really, really awesome, uh, really awesome song. Love that song. Uh, everybody knows The Funeral. Yes. That's everybody's favorite Band of Horses song, but I like Laredo. Uh, and then, finally, I think this is already on the playlist, but... Um, uh, bringing it back to life. Rules are there ain't no rules. You right. adding uh, fucking what's uh, Isabella for a second time? No, no. Uh, Bruno Mars. Which one? Straight up and down. Yeah, that's the best song on the album. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. That was yeah. That was was that, that on? That was that like was, an original. Ad? That was on the Gorms playlist. Oh, okay. Yeah, from which this was born. Uh, why would that song have ever been taken off? Yeah, that's a well. Now that we're not taking songs off, yes, I'm putting it back on. Yeah. forever. Yeah, uh, I played that. In Ocean City, and the people was it a hit? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So uh, I brought that into their lives, and now I'm bringing it back into yours. I had a uh, New Year's party, and I snuck that one out of the playlist like three times. Yeah, I, I didn't do any repeats except I, I really want to make sure that no matter what, if someone accidentally pressed the wrong button and it turned to shuffle, like straight up and down, was not going to get skipped. It's a good move. It's such a good song. Love that move. It's just Love like a song. very, very '90s R&B song. I like the uh, straight up. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's like so that the, was uh, that was a cool party move. Yeah, people just yell straight up during yeah, that song. Such a good song. Oh man, I love it. Um, Bruno Mars is coming to Boston in October. And I didn't get tickets because they went on sale forever ago. And I legitimately did not think that we would still be here in October. I'm still not very sure that we will be. But now as it gets closer, I'm kind of annoyed because people actually bought tickets and let it sell out. Let it sell out? Yeah. Or made it sell out? Made They forced a sellout. But we might be able to weasel our, oh, yeah, our way I'm, into some tickets. Yeah. Jeff was talking about how he's going to Billy Joel. And I was like, oh, I might go to that. Like, I might just do like a day of like, mm, you know. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, uh, you know who was scheduled to perform in August here? Yes, Justin Bieber. Yes, not anymore. Yeah, canceled the rest of his tour. Uh, how do you feel about it? I forgave him within seconds. I know it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> and I, you cash in on Twitter. I know it was so great. Uh, yeah, I, I tweeted. Uh, Is it weird that I already forgive Bieber? And it was. It's like no reaction at first. Like, like people probably hadn't read the story yet. Like, you broke the story to me that he'd uh, canceled his shows, and then uh, like later in the day, someone uh, someone tweeted at me, and they were like, "LMAO, your tweet is in moments," and I had no idea which tweet it could possibly be. And it was that one, and the believers were sucking its dick really hard, and I got a of lot of were. serious responses of. Like, like, no, you shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't, yeah. Like, you, you, of course you should forgive him. He needs a break. Hashtag take a break, Justin, which was a thing back in the day. Take a break, Justin was a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Remember like, yeah. when he started acting like an asshole yeah. and everybody was like, just take, it, just, take, just a, take break, a break. Just Justin, take a break. Yeah. That Instead was like of being a, like, why are you acting like an asshole? Right? 
So I I like it because it's a fun move. Um, it's a fun move. Yeah, I'm uh, disappointed, but we did. To our credit, we saw him. We jumped on that train early. Exactly. We saw that was, the, that was like a purpose tour. Yeah, yeah. We saw the first leg of the purpose tour, and then he made ninety-one more legs of the purpose Fucking tour, ridiculous. which is crazy because we saw him over a calendar year ago, and yeah. that tour is still going on. I would ridiculous. cancel all of them. Yeah, too. no shit. I would absolutely quit that as well. Um, my coworker uh, Casey Smith bought tickets, had flights to see, uh, had a flight to see that show uh, at the Rose Bowl. And then he just straight up canceled. Hilarious. That's brutal. That doesn't that suck? That sucks a lot. I'd be I'd be real pissed if I had to book a flight. Yeah. Um, but again, like it's it's tough to blame him. He's been doing that tour for about ninety six months now. And he's a fucking crazy person. Tough to yeah. blame him for anything. I mean, what did he say? Uh he said he was just over it. Uh a source close to Bieber said that he was quote over it. He said that it was Unforeseen circumstances, which is he didn't he foresee tired. that he was going to be over it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't foresee that like maybe doing the same tour for six years in a row, yeah, might be tiring. Uh, also, I like that uh, he hit someone with his car this week as well. Uh, sucks if you're a person who gets hit by a car, and everybody's takeaway from that guy hitting you with a car is. Man, stinks that he canceled all his shows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, so that happened like what? Maybe th- in the span of three days. Yeah. My initial take was, I think Bieber's back on the sauce. Ooh. Because that would be an easy takeaway. He is he's just like, nah, I'm not going to do the rest of these dates. And yeah. then he hit somebody with his car. <laughs> was like that seems like an easy sauce thing. Was he ever off the sauce? Was he supposed to like? Had he cleaned I mean, up his act? Yeah, I mean, like he hasn't been a dick. Right, so that's the thing. I don't know if he's... He's probably still on the sauce to some extent, but he's learned how to maintain... I think a... I've said this before. He reminds me of in Taken when they go and find all the girls, but not his girl. And they're just all like... Oh, they're he, like, yeah, like, yeah. Who you, are you? Like, you've had you... this take before. Yeah, yeah he's like... Where they're completely sedated. Yeah, exactly. And he's like... Uh, you Where said did that you get when this we saw jacket? Him. And she's like, oh, beautiful girl. Yeah. Like, that's what Bieber is right now. <laughs> you said that when we saw him on tour. And I I agreed with you at that point in time. Because he just like went on stage and he was just like, Mah. Yeah, he's like, like uh, strumming the guitar, like, like sitting on the couch. Of, like, afraid of the lights. <laughs> he was basically like being like, uh, he was like oh, being yeah. handled by a puppeteer. Yeah, totally controlled. And um, that's why I love him. And that's why I love also being like, oh, I love the artistry. Because then everyone gets so fucking mad. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I saw the. Did you see the video of uh, that came of him hitting the person with the car? There's a video. There's of video it? of it. Oh no! And it's like it's important to see. Why? What does he do? Because he's like pretty nice the entire time. Oh really? Yeah, he hits the guy with his car, and uh, so he he like so he clips the guy's leg, and his leg kind of like gets caught under the tire, and he mm-hmm. goes down, and then Justin gets out of the car, and like tends to him for 10 minutes and he's like can i get you anything i'm really sorry like i didn't see you uh, i was just trying to leave so the it was like the paparazzi was surrounding his car oh and God. he was he was trying to get not like you like ran him over like yeah i'm gonna get this guy like he was trying to pull out of his spot and the paparazzi just like wouldn't get out of the way and he ended up trying to like oh that's just, right because he hit a photographer right yeah oh. so uh he like ended up like tending to him and he was like oh are you okay are you okay and uh like the the 
the people around the other paparazzi people were like yelling at him, being like, "Why the fuck did you do that? Like, oh, what's God. wrong with you?" And Bieber was like, "What's wrong with you? Yeah, are you more concerned about me, or like, are you want to take care of this guy?" And so I was like, "Huh, good for good him. Good for him. <laughs> um, imagine the restraint it must take, though, uh, dude, to uh, hit." If you're Justin Bieber, to hit somebody, hit a hit paparazzi with your car, and not really hit him, <laughs> and right. then like and get like out back and help over them, him. yeah, not be like, like I'm, he was I might... being courteous. Wow, uh, I felt it was awkward kind of watching it because I like the the photographer was on the ground and he wasn't like super hurt. Like, maybe something happened to his leg, but you couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, apologized to, to Bieber. I was going to say, was the photographer being like, oh, you all saw it? No, no, no. no. Okay. He, he was, like, he was on the ground. He was, like, he looked up at Bieber, and he was, like, you don't need this, man. I'm sorry. Hmm. And he, like, was apologetic about it. But while watching it, I was, like, this guy probably could have got up and walked away if he wanted to. But there's no fucking chance in hell that if you get hit by Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber's car... You're getting up and walking away Ugh. because that's giving up a fucking lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. There's no chance in hell that you're walking that off. You're getting the ambulance. You're going to the hospital. And even if nothing's wrong, you'll say something's wrong. Right. Yeah. That's just the that's safe a fucking easy paycheck. Right. Just like easy business. If, if, if paparazzi is no business, they know that that's mm-hmm. what you're going to do. Um, guess what Jack Antonoff did? He did a music video. He did a little video thing uh, where he identifies himself as Jack from Bleachers. Oh, he did that again. What else is new? Yeah. All he fucking does. All that guy fucking does now is produce for artists he shouldn't be able to produce for and then call himself Jack from Bleachers. Dude, we fucking know who you are. He's the opposite of... Or he's got a... He's got a strain of what Brandon Flowers has, but it's not quite. Like, Brandon Flowers is... Kanye-esque but douchier uh, and and he's just like I am great everything yeah. that I do is amazing Jack Antonoff just really wants you to know that he's in a band called Bleachers he and that wants- they're just hustling and bustling and trying to get by even though Jack Antonoff probably has a lot of million dollars. He wants you to think that he will never sell out when he sold out years ago. Exactly. You know what he is? He's fucking Haley Williams, which Haley Williams was her. acting like fucking Paramore was a thing. And it's like, oh, here's this, this band Paramore that worked their way up. When in reality, she was like a 14-year-old girl and like a fucking talent thing. And some guy was like, yep, I'm going to sign you. We're going to give you a band and you guys are going to call yourselves Paramore. I'm not positive this is what happened, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, because I think that when all those guys quit. They were like, yeah, we were not like a real band. It was just a totally <laughs> fake thing. She's, I think that Haley Williams was like the only member of Paramore on like an actual label. And oh, the other really? people are just like hired or hands. It's like, no, I think it is. I think it's like Paramore was on Fueled by Ramen, which is, uh, I want to say it's Atlantic's, uh, like, "Quote unquote indie label, mm-hmm. like they put fun on there, and they, they like all the big bands who they, they want give to act. The, or, yeah, yeah, they give the the mystique who, of indie. indie They're right, on a smaller exactly. label, right? But she herself like was on Atlantic okay. and getting huge money. That's what Jack Antonoff is. So Jack, you know what? Don't 
bullshit a bullshitter because, quite frankly, there's no two better in the game than these two. 